Hello and welcome to Believe and Declare podcast. Thanks for listening in. In this podcast, we share biblical truth to encourage women struggling with infertility, to help you build your faith, find healing and strength to persevere, and ensure you maintain spiritual postures that guarantee you victory. I'm your host, Yemisi Olani Yonu, and I'm glad you are here. Welcome once again to today's episode of Believe and Declare. Today we'll be looking at hope is just around the corner and I'm delighted to bring you this word of encouragement. Our Bible text is from Romans 12 verse 12. I'm reading from the voice translation. It says, do not forget to rejoice for hope is always just around the corner. Hold up through the hard times that are coming and devote yourself to prayer. The Amplified puts it this way, says, constantly rejoicing in hope because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. We are to be alert, cheerfully expectant, and not quit in hard times. If anything, we are to pray all the harder. There are a few things we can take out of Romans 12, 12 that we just read. We see that we must live with hope. We have to live expectantly and we are not to focus on all the negative circumstances we find ourselves in or around us. Naturally, as human beings, we tend to focus on things that are not going well as against things that are working and going well. We lose sight of what is true at the slightest discomfort that we have at the slightest challenge that we are faced with we lose sight of what is true we focus on that negative situation as against what we know to be true quickly let's look at romans 4 18 it says for abraham's human reason for hope being gone hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations has had been promised I just read from Romans 4, 18, the testimony of Abraham. I like the way Amplified Classic puts it. It says, for Abraham's human reason for hope being gone. So he had no reason to hope looking at circumstances naturally. But he hoped in faith that he should become the father of many nations as he had been promised. And we are all women of faith. We all believe that what God has said will come to pass. We all believe the word of God. We are standing on many promises that he has released to us. And there are many circumstances that do not even speak as if this promise will come to pass in any way. But we are told that Abraham, for every human reason being gone, still hoped and he hoped in faith that the promise will be fulfilled. Some version puts it as in hope against hope. I don't know how bad your situation is, but I know that faithful is he who has promised he will bring it to pass. Quickly, let's take a look at Romans 4, 17 to 21. I'll read from the voice translation and it says, As it is recorded in the scriptures, I have appointed you the father of many nations in the presence of God who creates out of nothing and holds the power to bring to life what is dead. Abraham believed and so became our father against the odds. 
Abraham's hope grew into full-fledged faith that he will turn out to be the father of many nations, just as God has promised what he said. That's how many your descendant will be. His faith did not fail, although he was well aware that his impotent body, after nearly 100 years, was as good as dead, and that Sarah's womb too was dead. In spite of all this, his faith in God's promise did not falter. In fact, his faith grew as he gave glory to God because he was supremely confident that God could deliver on his promise. There are quite a number of things we could take out of this. I'm just going to highlight a few and we'll move on very quickly. So we see, he says, against the odds, Abraham's hope grew into full-fledged faith. And I pray that your hope will grow as well into full-fledged faith, that you would believe what God has said to you, what promise that he, he has given you and you're standing on, that you would not fail in faith. Your faith will not fail you. It says, although Abraham was well aware that his body was important, given his age, and that he was good as dead, his body was good as dead, and so was Sarah's womb. So it doesn't matter what your situation looks like. He was well aware. So he, there was no denying the fact of reality. We acknowledge reality, but then we know that there is one who lives outside of time, who is able to make changes, who is able to redeem even our past and present. We then turn to him and seek his help in such situation. You see, no unbelief, no distrust made him waver. Abraham wasn't asking questions concerning the promises of God. But he grew stronger, was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God. So rejoice in hope. The truth is, as long as we're on this side of eternity, we'll find ourselves in the midst of impossible circumstances and difficult situations. Let's take a cue from Abraham this day. Let's look at his life, look at his testimony in Romans 4, and then see how we can also begin to walk in faith that way. It is recorded for us in scriptures that he grew strong and empowered by faith, giving glory to God, being fully convinced that God had the power to do what he said. I think this is where we can start from. Are you fully convinced that God is able to keep his promise to you? If not, then I want you to search the scriptures, begin to look at instances of how God has come through concerning that promise for others. Begin to look at his nature, look at his character, and look at the efficacy of the word. That should help you build faith to a level whereby you become fully persuaded. Choose to live life with strong hope and confidence in God. It is a confidence in God that keeps us, that holds us, and it is what will stabilize you and solidify your faith in the midst of whatever circumstance you find yourself, whatever the present difficulties you are faced with is. And I'm not in any way discounting your pain or emotions. No, never. I'm encouraging you to have the right perspective on the situation. 
For every time we focus on our inabilities, we focus on the negative, focus on the difficulties, whatever challenges we are faced with, and take our eyes off God, we tend to lose hope. Many times we misinterpret 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It says, in all things give thanks. Many times we see it as for all things give thanks. And there's a tendency for us to do the same thing with this scripture. It says, rejoice in hope. And it then begins to tell us a few things that we could do. But we will look at it and say, are you asking me to rejoice even though I have not laid hold of the promise? Even though I haven't you know, seen the manifestation of what I'm believing for? You are not rejoicing that it hasn't come to pass. You are not rejoicing that it hasn't manifested. You are rejoicing because you know that God who has promised is faithful and will bring it to pass. God is not a taskmaster. God is not wicked as to ask us to be rejoicing and believing, rejoicing for something we have not received. Is a good father who knows how to give good gifts to his children. He wants us to rest assured in him. Rest assured knowing that he is good, he is faithful. So let's take a look at Romans 12, 12 again and see what more we can draw from it. Depending on whatever version of the Bible you are reading at this time or you'll be reading at the time that um, you'll be going through this podcast, you could see this read differently, but in essence, they're saying the same thing. So it says, do not forget to rejoice. We have to prompt ourselves. It says, do not forget to rejoice. There's a conscious effort on our side to rejoice. It says, for hope is always just around the corner. So we see that we haven't attained what we're looking for. It's just around the corner. So it says, do not forget to rejoice. You are not rejoicing because you do not have what you are believing for. You are rejoicing because it's just round the corner. We are to rejoice in hope. We are to have the right perspective of this matter and any matter that we are believing and trusting God for. You have reasons to rejoice because the one who promised is able to do that which is promised. He is willing to do that which is promised and is faithful. He will not go back on his words. We are to hold up through the hard times. We are to be patient in afflictions, in difficulties. We don't give up. We don't quit. We've said this in several podcasts. We are not just going to press the pause button on our life and that's the end of it. No, we keep at it. And it tells us to devote ourselves to prayer. That's one way we can keep at it. It says, ask and keep asking. Knock and keep knocking. We are to seek and keep seeking. So we have to wait with patience. And while waiting for that which we are believing for, we keep praying. Prayer is the way we are able to communicate with God. We are able to embody the things in our heart. We are able to receive from him the things that he's saying to us. Prayer is where we are able to tell him how we feel, how we are able to express ourselves to him. In life, there will be many occasions where we feel like there is no hope. That's given. That's certain. 
will feel like nothing will get better or things won't get better or we cannot do anything to make the circumstances better. This truly is life. This happens. The feeling of hopelessness will come only when we take our focus off God. The truth is we cannot do everything for ourselves. We are not all powerful. God is. But the minute we take our focus off him who is able to do it, then we go into despair, hopelessness setting. You are not alone in your struggles. And I don't want you to ever feel like God has abandoned you. He says he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Remember the story in Mark 4, 35 to 41. It's one that we are familiar with. We won't read it. I will just paraphrase or summarize some of it for us. There could be situations and times that it feels like we are all by ourselves and you know God is not with us, even though He is there. The disciples physically saw Jesus Christ on the boat with them, but they still felt like He wasn't there with them. He had said to them, Let us go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. And while they were on the way, there was a fierce windstorm that began to blow, and waves were breaking all over the boat such that it was already being swamped. It was threatening to sink the boat. And we know how the story went. The disciples were afraid. They went to look for Jesus. They found him in the stern and they woke him up. And guess what they said to him? Teacher, do you not care that we are about to die? How do they even think of death? And we are like this. We get worried. We get agitated. And it's okay, our emotions are valid, but let's not remain there. We acknowledge them and then we take the necessary and the right actions. Jesus said to them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith and confidence in me? So this is the expectation. Regardless of what happens with us, regardless of what happens around us, we are to have faith and confidence in him. Remember, hope is always just around the corner. Jesus was on the boat with them. Jesus with you says he will never leave you or forsake you. You need to redirect your focus. Never stop praying. Persist in prayer. You have to steadfastly maintain the habit of prayer. Like the disciples, if you focus on the waves, you will feel hopeless. Choose like Abraham not to live on the basis of what you see you can't do, but on what God said he would do. Abraham was first named father and then became father because he dared to trust God to do what only God could do. Whatever promise you are standing on, trust that God can do it. God is able to raise the dead to life. With a word is able to make something out of nothing. Whenever everything was hopeless, Abraham believed anyway, deciding to live not on the basis of what he saw that he couldn't do, but what he saw that God could do. And so he received the promise. Abraham didn't focus on his own impotence and say, I am hopeless. The situation is hopeless. That, you know, my body is old. It's, I, I can never father a child. Neither did he look critically at Sarah's body and begin to look at all the impossibilities there. He didn't look at the decades of infertility on her part. He didn't give up, even though that was the truth, even though she had been infertile for decades. 
he didn't give up. Abraham didn't tiptoe around promise. Did God say? Did God really say? Did I hear God right? Will God do for me what he has promised? He wasn't tiptoeing around the promise. He plunged into the promise and came up strong. He was ready for God and sure that God will make good on what he has said. That's the message for you today. Trust that he who promises faithful. He will do it. And Romans 15, 13 says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith, that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in his promise. And that's my prayer for you today. This is such a powerful statement about what God can do in the heart and mind of every believer. God is the only lasting source of hope and it's to him that we have come. And I know for certain that he who we cry to and call upon will fill you with hope, with joy, with peace. I pray that God, the source of all hope, will infuse your life with the abundance of joy. It will infuse your life with the abundance of peace in the midst of your faith. It is my prayer that he himself will help you to keep believing so that you can experience joy and peace and abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray that your hope will even be more certain. And that you will hope even more certainly. And it is important that you have the right knowledge about that which you are believing for. And what you are trusting God to do for you. Remember, your knowledge of God shapes what you believe about him. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the illumination that you have sent and revelation you sent to us today. We ask that you open all eyes to see the lies of the enemy that they have believed thus far. And we ask that, Lord, the truth in your word that they know, they will hold on to it all their days. And I, I break the hold of whatever thought is contending for the truth of God in your mind the light of the glorious gospel floods your heart it floods your mind it is my prayer that your faith will not fail you will no longer write yourself off every contention for the word in your life ends today as you journey this season and allow god's word take root in your spirit you will experience an increase in your capacity to receive and bear fruit everything in your life comes in alignment this day with the words of life spoken over you and i pray for you your prayers are ahead and according to the time of life you will return with your testimony Keep believing. Keep declaring. Don't go about sowing seed that misaligned with what you are believing for. Remember, God is not your accuser. God is for you. God is not against you. See you next week. Links to download the free 7-day devotional and 7 days declaration and also to join our community are on my Instagram page, Yemisiolani Yonu. Please head over there and download the free resources and join our community. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow, subscribe, so you get notified when new episodes are posted. Please rate and review. Also share with anyone you know struggling with infertility. I hope you're living encouraged and with words that can help you get through this season. Keep believing, keep declaring. Be sure to tune in every Sunday for a new episode. Thank you.